Hello and welcome to PCI Reloaded. This is a show for entrepreneurs who want to become more powerful, creative, and influential in life and business through the study and application of NLP, hypnosis, and related disciplines. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Virginia Satir, a pioneering individual in the field of family therapy. Let's dive in. Chapter 1, Early Life Virginia Satir was born on June 26, 1916 in Nielsville, Wisconsin. She was the oldest of five children born to Oscar Alfred Reiner Pajinkoff and Mini Happy Pajinkoff. From a young age, she was exceptionally bright. She taught herself how to read at age three. By age nine, she had read all of the books in the library of her one-room school. When she was five years old, she suffered from appendicitis. Her mother, being a devout Christian scientist, refused to take her to a doctor. When her father was finally able to overrule her mother, her appendix had already ruptured. As a result, she had to stay in the hospital for several months. She lived through the Great Depression while she was in her teens. During that time, she worked a part-time job to help ease the financial burden of her family. She also attended as many courses as possible so she could graduate early. In 1932, she graduated from high school and immediately enrolled into Milwaukee State Teachers College, now called the University of Wisconsin. She paid for her education by working part-time at the Works Projects Administration, Gimbel's Department Store, and a bit of babysitting. She graduated with her bachelor's in 1936 and went on to become a teacher for a few years. Chapter 2 later life. During her time as a school teacher, she noticed that the involved and supportive parents not only helped students in the classroom, but could also heal family dynamics. She started meeting and cooperating with the parents of her students and began to see the family system as a reflection of the world at large. She even stated, if we can heal the family, we can heal the world. In 1948, she received her master's degree from the University of Chicago School of Social Services Administration. Soon after, she started her own private practice. She met with her first family in her private practice in 1951. A few years after she started her private practice, she was offered a position at the Illinois Psychiatric Institute. While she was there, she taught other therapists the importance of addressing the whole family during treatment, not just the individual. She realized that individual problems extend to the family and often stem from the family. In 1959, she moved to California and helped to establish the Mental Research Institute. Three years later, the MRI received a grant from the NIMH, which which is short for the National Institute of Mental Health. This grant allowed them to create the very first family therapy training program. Shortly after receiving the grant, Virginia was hired as a training director. In 1964, Virginia published her first book called Conjoint Family Therapy. The book was based on the training manual she wrote while she was at the Mental Research Institute. After she published the book, her fame and recognition grew. In the mid-1970s, she was discovered by the co-founders of NLP, Richard Bandler and John Grinder. It was through her work, along with Fritz Perls, that they were able to create the Meta Model. They even co-authored a book with Virginia called Changing with Families, which bore the subtitle, A Book About Further Education for Being Human. Around the 1990s, Steve Andreas, one of Bandler's and Grinder's students, wrote Virginia Satir, The Patterns of Her Magic, where he summarized the major patterns of Satir's works. Virginia had a strong passion for networking and connecting people. She wanted to help individuals connect with mental health workers or other people who suffered from diseases similar to their own. This led her to founding Beautiful People in 1970, which later became the International Human Learning Resources Network. In 1977, she founded the Avanta Network, which was renamed to the Virginia Satir Global Network in 2010. The organization exists today to carry on her work and promote her approach to therapy. Virginia Satir died in 1988 of pancreatic cancer. Chapter 3, 
Satir Change Model. The Satir Change Model was created to help people analyze their situation and choices. A strong emphasis is placed on engaging the inner self. The model illustrates how people go through change and how they can cope with such change to improve their relationship with each other. There are five stages in total. First stage, late status quo. In this stage, the individual is in a familiar and predictable environment. Everyone is playing their part and knows what to expect, how to react, and how to behave. Things aren't necessarily great, but it isn't bad either. Second stage, resistance. When we encounter something that challenges the status quo, we enter the resistance phase. This new element is called a foreign element. It's called foreign to represent the fact that it's outside the way of how things are normally done. A foreign element always requires a response. Third stage, chaos. Once the foreign element reaches critical mass, we enter into the chaos stage. The old way of doing things is no longer viable. It's normal to feel stressed, confused, or anxious during this time. Chaos is important because it helps to inspire creativity in individuals to find solutions. Fourth stage, practice and integration. New ideas are being implemented at this stage as the individuals determine what's the best way forward. Members may feel exhilarated as things start to click. More support may be needed at this stage compared to the previous one, especially if things don't work out the first time. Final stage, new status quo. The changes that were adopted in the previous stage have begun to take hold. What was once a new skill now becomes second nature. Everyone is much more centered and alert. It's important to celebrate success during this phase while remaining open to new ideas. It should be noted that this process is not always linear. If individuals find a temporary coping skill or solution that does not bring the desired result, they may regress back to chaos. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to dive deeper into NLP, then I recommend checking out our NLP mind map. It breaks down all the different topics and subtopics within NLP, and it's a really useful reference to have. So to get access to that mind map, all you have to do is go to PCIAlpha.com forward slash mind map and you can download it for free all you have to do is enter your email and it'll get sent to your inbox within a few minutes or so thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on pci reloaded bye for now